Head in the Clouds is produced by Zoe Cloud for Head in the Clouds Radio. Hi, this is Zoe, and you're listening to Head in the Clouds. Today's show, or should I say tonight's show, is an after midnight episode. I'm in fact recording this after midnight. I think there's something to be said for those odd hours of the night, of the morning, when it seems the whole world is asleep. And something about the energy just shifts. It does kind of feel like the world just stops for a moment and I'm able to experience it all to myself. Right now, it's summertime. My family is actually visiting from out of state and we're all staying in the same home at the moment. It's been a bit loud, a bit hectic, just by default because there's so many of us. But right now, everyone is sound asleep and I'm getting to experience this moment of quiet all to myself. It feels a little strange in in the best way. I've always liked these moments, and I remember growing up being in a household with so many people. I have five siblings, and so all of us together with our parents, it was quite a lot of people at all times, and rarely did I have a moment to myself. So sometimes I would wait until these odd hours of the night, odd hours of the morning, however you'd like to look at it. I would wake up and I would work on a story or some project or something that I wanted a little time and space to myself to just work on and be able to hear my own thoughts. I would just write and enter this almost trance-like state where I was able to hyper-focus on whatever it was that I was creating. And this moment right now reminds me of those times when I was young. Alright, so let's put on our imagination caps and let's head to my imaginary kitchen. Now this kitchen is a little different from my actual kitchen, so let's take a moment to design this kitchen in our minds. It's very sleek and modern, but there's also a lot of natural wood that gives it a grounded quality. It feels very warm and safe and comforting. And there is an island with a stovetop and an elevated bar where I can serve food to any guests that enter my space. The countertops, I imagine that they're marble or possibly quartz, maybe like a light gray. That's as far as I've gotten for now, but 
feel free to imagine anything else that makes you feel warm and comfortable. It is after midnight and we are in my kitchen and I am making some instant ramen which I think is the perfect late night snack though in actuality it's not great for our health but this is not an everyday occurrence this is a treat a special occasion while we eat this late night snack i want to share some of my favorite late night moments that i've had thus far they're all very wholesome <laughs> so let's see where to start So the one that came to my mind first is a time when I was in college. Surprise, surprise. I feel like all of my stories come from this time in my life because it was a time where I was most active in a community. I had a lot of friends and acquaintances and I was involved in a lot. And so I just have a lot of stories from this time versus after college where I mostly just worked and went home and slept. <laughs> so. This is another story from that time. I was with a, a large group of friends and it was finals week or maybe it was midterms and we were all studying. During this week, our library was open later than usual. So a large group of my friends decided to all study in the library together. Very little studying was done because it was so many people. I do think a couple of us got some studying in, but for the most part, it was just hanging out and enjoying each other's company. I remember just sitting on the floor of the library crisscrossed and talking and laughing and trying to be quiet and trying to study but not being able to focus but also not really caring, which for me was slightly out of character. I was very studious in school and I was actually known for always leaving events early because I had to go study. So the fact that I was putting my studying to the side to really just spend time with my friends and be in the moment was special for me. I created a lasting memory. That's why I think it's important to really know your priorities in the moment. While I definitely put a lot of effort into my studies, this was one of those moments where I realized there was something more important and I was experiencing a moment in my youth that I wouldn't necessarily get back. And I'm glad that I took that moment to just be. My sister and I have been longtime fans of the Jonas Brothers. Growing up, we were kind of obsessed with them. They were very much like the It Boys of our time. to their concerts. It just seemed like something very frivolous to ask for. 
growing up with a lot of siblings you just kind of learn to be a little more practical and think about the cost of things both in terms of monetary cost but also in terms of time and it's something I never even thought to ask for when I was young. Friends of ours would go to these concerts and come back like raving. working in corporate America, making much more money than we do now, we decided to treat ourselves to Jonas Brothers concert tickets and we had great seats. We were pretty close. The whole night itself was just really magical, but I remember thinking that I, I just really wanted to hear Joe sing Gotta Find You, but I thought to myself, there's no way, you know, it wasn't on the release set list. More than likely, it's not going to be performed. But then there's this moment in the night, apparently at each concert, they take one fan request. And there was this girl really close to the front of the stage that had this huge sign that said, you know, it would be my dream if you would play Gotta Find You. Joe, he introduced a song by saying, unfortunately, we may not be able to make your dream come true, but I hope you'll settle for this song or something like that. They came to this more intimate stage and performed that song. It just felt like a moment of my childhood reloaded in some way. My sister and I are headed home and at this time we're living in a city and we're living uptown in an apartment. We go into our parking garage. There is nowhere to park. It was a weekday. 
obviously everyone has come home from work by this time. Finally, we saw this one super tight parking space that was next to this little divot in our garage that was for pet owners to give their pets a bath. It probably took us 45 minutes just to park in this parking space because it was so tight. When we finally got out of the car, as frustrated as we were, nothing could erase the high that we just experienced at this concert. We were just on cloud nine. Even the next day walking into work, because again, this was a weekday, I think it was like a Tuesday, maybe a Thursday, we were wearing our Jonas Brothers merch and we were very happy to be doing so. That is one magical night that I will never forget. Some of my other favorite after midnight moments were of course in Japan when I was studying abroad. I feel like I cannot talk about this experience in my life enough, so I hope you guys don't get too sick of it, but it was a very pivotal moment in my life being in Japan. I was again having a study session with a friend. I remember I was studying, but I didn't really need to for a couple of reasons. The first being that I had already graduated from university. This was the summer after I graduated. It's my pleasure to welcome you to the fall of 2014 University of New Orleans commencement ceremony. So none of the courses that I was taking would count towards my degree and therefore my grades really didn't matter. So even if I failed the classes, it would have no effect on my GPA or my future. However, I didn't want to fail these classes. This one in particular, it was a Japanese language course, and the material that we were studying, I was actually quite familiar with. It was a bit earlier on in the class, and I had done a lot of self-study prior to going on the trip. I remember just kind of studying for the sake of studying. A group of the students who were on the program came and asked me and my friend who were studying if we wanted to go for ramen. And it was a place that was a little far out and I wasn't familiar exactly with where it was, so I would definitely be relying on them to guide me there. This is just something I normally wouldn't do. I didn't spend as much time with these particular students who were on the program as well, but I remember asking my friend if she minded if I went. And she said no, it was fine, and I ended up going. We took the bus there, and then we had to do some walking, and I remember it started raining. We get to this ramen place, and there's a wait. There's no tables inside, it's just a bar, it's just a counter, and it only seats 11 people, and I think we had a total of 9 people with us. So we had to wait quite a while to be seated in this ramen shop. But once we were inside, it was the coziest, most warm experience. I remember ordering in Japanese. I think I asked how much it was at the end or, or something to that effect so that I would pay the right amount. The chef 
who was cooking all of our food right in front of us. He complimented me on my Japanese and I remember taking that compliment to heart so much just to have a local compliment <laughs> my Japanese even though it was really like the most simple things that I was saying. I remember just being so thankful that I decided to do the more adventurous thing, not to stay home and study when I really didn't need to. I don't think I mentioned this, but it was some of the best ramen I've ever had. It was Tantanmen. If you haven't heard of it, I definitely suggest looking it up. I will probably leave a link in the show notes with pictures and whatnot. It was absolutely delicious. I just remember just sensing this connection with people that I normally wouldn't talk to or hang out with but being so glad that I did after we went out for donuts and I didn't have any but it was just nice to be along for the ride and to spend time with these people. Most of the group was actually guys which is probably why I didn't spend as much time with them but yeah it was definitely a standout experience from my time in Japan. So I, I hope you're enjoying some of these stories. I don't know how interesting they are, but hopefully in an understated way, they're enjoyable to hear. I think I'm going to do a bit of a lightning round here. Another moment in Japan was the last day of our study abroad. A lot of the students got super drunk, including some of the Japanese host students who were paired with us. I headed back early to do some packing. One of the other girls had stayed back to pack as well. And I remember telling her after some time had passed that I was a bit worried <laughs> about some of the other students, especially the girls who had stayed back because they were pretty drunk. And the fact that they hadn't gotten back by a certain time, I wanted to make sure they were okay. So she and I, we went out and searched for them and ended up finding them in the Kyoto Imperial Palace Park, which wasn't lit. <laughs> and we had to try to sober them up with water and snacks and a family mart because they were too drunk to walk back to the dormitories, but that is a lasting memory. Another one, I remember being on the set of a student film when I was in school. We wrapped at 6 a.m. in the morning. That's a wrap, everyone. Where we were was an hour away from the dorms, so I ended up riding back to my dorms for an hour. Our call time the next day was for 9 a.m. So I got back to my dorm at 7 a.m., slept for an hour, then at 8 a.m. I had to leave to be back to set by 9 a.m. I enjoyed it thoroughly because I think when you really love something, those moments where you're tired and overworked can sometimes be the most exciting and thrilling moments that you can experience. All of the people that I was on set with, it was just so much fun and I enjoyed the ride there. 
when we were riding back to the dorm at 6 a.m., Rochelle, who was a friend of ours who was driving, needed us to keep her awake, so we played Gasolina in the car and we're singing it at the top of our lungs. I will never forget that moment. Lastly, this is a bit more of an intimate one, but I'm from a small town in Louisiana. We, like many towns and cities in southeast Louisiana, experience hurricanes. One hurricane in particular, our power had gone out. We were operating totally on candlelight. And so my sister and I, we sat at our kitchen table, lit a candle, got a bunch of college rolled notebook paper, and we started writing stories. We would kind of share with each other what we were writing about. That will be forever one of my favorite memories, sitting in our kitchen, writing stories to candlelight as the wind howled outside. Thank you for sitting with me in my imaginary kitchen and hearing some of these stories. It has definitely been a pleasure. I hope wherever you are, you're doing well and you're enjoying the magic and these little everyday moments that we all experience. Thank you so much for listening. My name is Zoe and this has been head in the clouds.